Hi, I'm Steve from The Rooted Podcast, and I hope you can join me every weekday for a five-minute or less devotional word study or insight into Scripture to add to your day. Welcome to Fruit Snacks. Hey everyone, in this episode of Fruit Snacks, I want to take a look at a common name for God in the Old Testament, which is the word Elohim, and discuss why is it plural? Does that mean that there's multiple gods? Well, let's take a look at a few passages to help us understand this a little bit better. You'll go with me to Psalm 82, verse 1. We read this, and I'm reading from the ESV. God has taken his place in the divine council. In the midst of the gods, he holds judgment. And what's interesting there is that depending on your English translation, you may have something else besides the gods in the second part of that verse. It could be rulers, it could be something else. But what's important is that the Hebrew word in this verse is Elohim which is grammatically plural. In Hebrew, the im, the I am at the end, designates a plural. And the word Elohim occurs two times in this verse, in verse 1. It occurs at the beginning when referring to God having taken his place. And again, we see Elohim when we're talking about in the midst of the gods. So does that mean that God, Yahweh, the Most High in the Old Testament is just one of many gods? Not really. To understand what's going on with this word in its original context, we need to look at a few other verses. So hop with me over to 1 Samuel chapter 28, and we're going to look at verses 11 through 13. Now you may be familiar with this story. It is where Saul goes and visits a medium, and he tells this medium to bring Samuel back up for him. And I'll start reading in verse 11. Then the woman said, Whom shall I bring up for you? He, this is Saul, said, Bring up Samuel for me. When the woman saw Samuel, she cried out with a loud voice. And the woman said to Saul, Why have you deceived me? You are Saul. The king said to her, Do not be afraid. What do you see? And the woman said to Saul, I see a God coming up out of the earth. Now, we know that Samuel wasn't a god. He was a man. And that doesn't change after Samuel dies. He's still just a man. He doesn't become divine or deity after he dies. But what he does become is an Elohim because that is the Hebrew word that's being translated there in 1 Samuel chapter 28. Samuel is an Elohim because he has departed from the world of the physical, and the living, and now he is part of the spiritual world. And so, God created all sorts of spiritual beings, and those in the Bible are designated as Elohim. This is why in Deuteronomy chapter 5, verse 7, God commands Israel to have no other gods, no other Elohim before him. You see, God is an Elohim in that he is Part of the spiritual realm. He's not rightly part of the physical realm. He is a spiritual being. But God isn't the only spiritual being that exists. There are plenty of other spiritual beings that exist that have been created by God. We may refer to them as angels, demons, and plenty of other names, but the idea that other spiritual beings besides God exist 
isn't really a foreign concept at all. And in the Hebrew mindset, they would have all been considered Elohim. And interestingly, when you and I die, according to the Hebrew worldview, we also become Elohim. So does that mean that every Elohim is on an equal playing field? Absolutely not. Because what you see when you look closely at Scripture and the way that it talks about Yahweh, the Most High, is that even though there are plenty of other Elohim, God is a unique Elohim because Yahweh is the only one who creates. He's the only one worthy of worship, and he is the only one whose image we bear. So even though God is an Elohim, he's a spiritual being. No other Elohim is like God. 